0: hey hello everybody welcome to another episode of police off the cuff after hours my name is mark DeMayo. um well actually it's not police off the cuff after hours it's actually damn it i always screw this up it's um it's the week in crime and policing with mayo and meso are you here can you hear me can you hear me yeah, but you blur. You're coming in, uh, breaking up. Go talk a little bit more.
1: Hello, 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 hello,
0: hello. Yeah, you're you're all screwed up tonight. Angel yeah. had to uh, an emergency root canal, and um, so I didn't think he was gonna make it. So I asked Mike to sit in, uh, sit in with us, with me, and then uh, Angel made it because he's such a trooper. He really is. A- I love.
1: I love all you guys. That's why.
0: Yeah, there you sound nice. So I'm, I'm happy that you made it. Um, Thank you, I buddy.
1: Want, I just want
0: to... Hold on one second. Let me just... Okay. There okay, we well. go. I like that better. So um, why don't we say hello to the people in the chat since we had a, such a rocky start. I asked Good Bill tomorrow, today if he... But, uh, but Bill was busy. Bill Ryan. He's actually doing... Uh, he's on a caper right now.
1: <laughs>
0: he's... Uh, He's doing his uh, PI work. Patty L uh, has been waiting for the show since I don't know. I signed on at one o'clock today. I put the thing together, and Patty L was there. <laughs> I don't know what. The- <laughs> nice. <laughs> Girl Friday. Girl, yeah, Girl Friday. She says hello, Patty L. Are you back, Little Mermaid, Louisa? Uh, what do you say, Angel, Ariel?
1: ariel little mermaid is ariel yeah yeah
0: she <laughs> says hi mark and angel everyone in the chat milwaukee civilian is back to break my shoes again to break your week. balls yeah, yeah. The
1: ball breaker milwaukee civilian
0: you were in the chat during bill's show we need to get lives uh <laughs> that's funny good um Friday. and uh that's raquela Pronzo pranzo's in the house
1: mrs pranzo good to hi, see Raquella. you as always, always yes Did they give you, um, what did they give you for your uh, pain? I don't take anything, man. I didn't even take, I didn't even get numbed. I was biting down on uh, like a a rope (laughs) while they were drilling my (laughs) tooth. I'm just going to take over the counter stuff. Uh, I I got a little bit of ibuprofen, nothing narcotic. Nah, I don't, I don't do narcotics. Way too brave. Yeah, no, I don't I don't like narcotics. I don't
0: Well next time you take them and you give them to a friend, me.
1: <laughs> no, you'll you'll get doled off the job, kid.
0: I'm not on the job anymore. I can get doled all I want. Sometimes they'll I dole, dole myself.
1: <laughs> they'll, they'll dole you off of uh the comedy lounge or whatever you're uh, performing this week.
0: Dan one, good evening all. London Girl. What's up, Dan? Hi everyone. Kathy Hughes. All right. I think we got to everybody in the chat. What a week, man. You know, sometimes I sit down and I start putting together the show for the week. And I'm like, man, there's really not much going on. You know what I'm saying? As far as crime goes or interesting stories or stuff worth, you know, talking about. And then this week, man, holy cow. Oh, yeah. Man, this has been some week. And it really, you know, what can you say, man? Um, That shooting in, in Buffalo really... I'm sure I can speak for all of us here, all three of us, and the people in the chat. It breaks my heart.
2: They were we? they were watching uh, some live stream from it, and my daughter said it looked like a uh, video game. You saw a third saw it, yeah. shooter coming out, and, and it was just so surreal to watch all this going down. Um, and, and then my my heart tears out for that uh retired Buffalo police officer that was doing security. Yeah, yeah, his name was. Uh, I got it right here.
0: Yeah, hey, you know what? I, I, I had that video. I have it. Aaron Aaron Salter is his name. Aaron
1: Salter, yeah. yeah. Aaron Salter Jr.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I already I was have... a
1: lieutenant. I think it was a lieutenant.
0: Maybe. I didn't know I didn't know what his rank was, but I um he sounded like he was a good man.
1: He got the guy, I mean, he shot him. He shot him Sent uh, center mass and then uh yeah, yeah unfortunately he, he was wearing him. body armor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Our- did you know that the day, literally the day before that, there was a there was a, a mass shooting in Milwaukee?
0: No, but the day after that, on Sunday, there was something in uh, California. Yeah. There was Brooks. a mass
1: shooting. There was a mass shooting in Milwaukee. 21, 21 people were shot. Really? What he died? Nobody he died? But twenty one people
2: were shot after the Bucks game.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read about that. You know,
2: this... what, it was oh, the news. Yeah, it yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, there was twenty one like...
2: people. Pictures of people just rushing, scrambling out. Nobody can uh, get out of their own way. It was like crazy watching that. Everybody, you can hear the shots and people running. Do you know the definition of a mass shooting, gentlemen, per the FBI?
0: I guess it would have to be uh, at least more than one. Four?
1: Four Four or more people shot other than the shooter, excluding the shooter in any event. So with that being said, we have mass shootings every weekend in oh, we, Chicago. We have over over two hundred. New York, I mean, every every. I uh, think there's
0: like two hundred and twenty
1: since the start. And of the that's year. not to and that's not to minimize what happened at all in Buffalo, right? Not no, not at all. We're it's, actually it's horrible. It's it's it puts it it's even at a bigger scale. That's Adam yeah, exactly. Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep.
0: That's the officer the retired officer who went on to work Mm -hmm. security apparently, you know, like there's so many things here. It's Buffalo, New York. You know, if you, if one of anybody in our chat, when you hear the word New York and it's associated, we're talking, it's not New York city. This is six hours up North. You might as well be Canada before you're going to be any part of New York. You know what I'm saying? We're talking Mm about, um, uh, a decent place to live, you know what I'm saying. Really, really nice people. This isn't out in a nightclub. Somebody coming back and shooting the place up because they got thrown out of the bar and they're drunk. This is in the afternoon, two uh, thirty in the afternoon. People doing their food shopping. Um,
1: and a uh, racist and, piece of shit walks in and does what he did. Oh my god, what did
0: I do? Oh, I want to go back to the comments over here. I want to sh- these and and you know these are the poor people that uh that lost their lives here. And three other people were injured. Horrible! It breaks your heart, you know. Really, really yeah. breaks your heart. And this is um, this is the shooter right here.
2: They said he had a history of mental illness.
0: Uh, the angel said, "Don't mention angel mental illness, or he's gonna
2: he's gonna punch me through the screen."
0: His name is <laughs> Peyton S. Gendron. Gendron and he lives in conklin which is a small time small town out of binghamton um uh, this is the shopping place that uh the shooting took place i have the video actually somebody shared it to me but i'm not going to play it um no 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 no, no, no. that's not i saw uh,
1: i saw about 15 seconds hmm. of it it's enough i mean listen we've all all, right right. i mean we've all responded to uh people shot i mean just to see that amount of devastation you know um i teach that i teach active shooter training to my employees now in the private sector where i work and um we always talk about this type of scenario you know a shooter coming in there's no way out and you have no time you know the, the the mantra is run hide fight right or avoid barricade or confront but What do you do? The guy has a long gun and he's, you know, people say that, you know, why didn't the security guard have body armor? The body armor is not stopping the AR-15. No, no.
0: This is the gun that he was actually firing right there. And that's what it looks like. That's just one still from the video. He was recording himself and it was going live, live streaming on Twitch. And this happens to be a move that, these mass shooters are doing right now he copied another mass shooter some guy from new zealand who also went live he's looking
2: at seconds of fame yeah.
0: you know you're a former ems uh, not a former yeah. ems you're a, you're a, you work emergency Working service now. now yeah yeah what what, what t- tell us a little bit about i mean what, how was the most important bodies that you ever had to sh- show up for i mean this is 10 dead bodies three hurt other people in shock. Like, what do you do? How many how many ambulances do you even have?
2: We we available? had there were there was a nightclub in Brooklyn North one night that got shot up. Some some patron went out, came back, and there was twelve people shot. One was fatal. Um and I think four or five of them were critical. We had like eight or ten buses or ambulances show up on the scene. Uh there was a boss that showed up trying to triage out but one of the first things that we do when we come in first we're hoping that the scene is safe for us to get in there Uh, a lot of times like we're just thinking about running and going in uh but we got to keep in the back of our mind like angel was saying with training and everything uh is there anybody still in there what's going on um and then we start prioritizing looking at who's bad uh who can wait a few minutes and, and trying to get to all of them and uh back then we didn't have the tourniquets at least now we have tourniquets that helps us to stop a lot of the bleeding and and chest seals to uh, shut down. So one of the good things, again, that we keep saying that comes out of all the wars we've had is a lot of the trauma training and trauma uh, support that we have and and the knowledge to be able to take care of these people. So I think a lot of times people nowadays in a mass shooting have better odds at surviving because uh, police are carrying tourniquets, EMS is carrying tourniquets. um, We carry um, mass shooting uh, kits on our trucks. We have, um, a bag with just a bunch of chests. You know what's funny? Drinks.
0: I can't understand the word that uh, Angel says when he talks, but his dog is coming in loud and clear.
2: Oh, no, nah, nah, that, 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 <laughs> nah, that's my girl. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Right. I, she's not even on the same floor. <laughs> so when SV. you talk about that
0: the the pack, you're talking about that pack that you stick in the chest if there's a, a, a hole there?
2: Well that that's, that's the, the chest seal. The chest seal we have that. We carry we carry a bag that has 10 tourniquets and 10 of those seals. So hopefully um, we're able to take care of at least four to five people if they've got multiple shots or 10 people if they've only got a single shot going through them. Um, And each of the units that shows up has one of those that we carry. Um, And we recently did a, uh, in in Rockland County, um, our SRT team did training with the uh, tactical medical team. um, And we keep practicing all the time for shootings like this And as a matter of fact, um, they did it at one of the local um, grocery stores on Fifty Nine down in Nanuet uh, Muncie in Valley. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This boy left behind the manifesto, 180 pages, um, and it was all white supremacist nonsense. And also, um, a lot of it had to do with this replacement theory. That's what um, a lot of these these uh, white supremacists are. Are involved in this replacement theory which basically means that white people are getting eliminated and we have to save the white race and the 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 colored people are taking over and that's the ideology they follow and this is um this is on the opening page of his manifesto right here that little uh emblem or symbol the nazis used it as well it's called a, a glendem, glendem, something like that yeah and uh, you see that on, a, on, the t- on the top page of a manifesto. You know, you know, you got a problem. This is not good. Yeah. This is not a, this is not a good kid. Which brings up to uh, this interesting thing. This is his family. This is this is the when he was little. Uh, you know, a lot of times they, you know, what, what, how was he raised? It looks like a nice family. That's his mom and his ba- dad. They're both civil engineers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they live in a nice house. There's really no excuse for this behavior. Well, he um,
1: said he had uh, they radical radicalized. Why?
0: You sound right. like what? that. You sound bad. That's Damn it! it. Can you st- take a step back from it? Now try from there.
1: How does that sound? Nah. You want me to sign in You might not sign in on my phone.
0: Yeah, sign in on your phone. I'll come back. Yeah, come back. Um, so what we're saying is, this is his family. And it looks, it looks like a nice family. Um,
2: yeah, definitely. You got both mother and father there. They're on some sort of a trip somewhere. They're taking care of each other, taking each other out, smiles. It's, it's sad, and it just perplexes the mind trying to figure out what, where was that seed planted? Where did it grow? How was it fostered?
0: Some of the students that he went to school with said that he showed up for a week last year wearing full hazmat suit the gloves the the the, the footies over the over oh, the head a whole week going to school like that um that's the kind of outfit that i don't know if he's obviously driving probably senior year to school yeah is he putting that on before he walks into class so his parents don't see and if you're his parents and you're seeing them going to school in a hazmat suit, so
2: what are you thinking what are you doing but i i think it's like usually when you you see the kids and you wonder like who let them out of the house and a lot of them that do uh, drive their senior year will have stuff in the trunk of their car to change into when they get there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so it's it, it, it's strange. Um, thinking back to Columbine, they, the two of them that were in Columbine, they wore that all the time. So it wasn't strange when they saw them walking around with the, the, oh, with the leather. Now, seeing somebody come in with a hazmat suit, that's just way off and, and should set signals off.
0: Yeah, Angel. How 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 do you sound now?
2: Um, how do you think better?
1: Much better. Much better. Holy cow! All right. So what I was we were talking about the
0: hazmat suit that he was coming to school every for a whole week last year in a hazmat suit. Everything the 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 gloves, uh, and and spending the whole day like that. He was a weird kid.
1: What I was saying was, he said he got radicalized online, right? And um, what I don't know if you guys read that or not, but. Um, it's similar to all the jihadi shit, right, that I used to deal with yeah, they on the do. Joint yep. terrorism task force, right? They, It's almost like, a, um, like when gangs, like the Bloods and the Crips, when they prey on kids, you know, local kids, before the internet was in, invented, right? They would uh, prey on them, uh, on their weaknesses, and, you know, find something in common and exploit it, and then end up radicalizing them. And he said he got radicalized online during the pandemic because... There was nothing to do, so all he did was be on his uh, computer.
2: A lot of times kids are talking about isolation during the pandemic. Uh, Mm -hmm. They don't have anybody to belong. And one of the things that you look for is is a sense of belonging. And whether it's a gang, a football team, whatever it is that you want, you want to belong to it. And that's like you said, they prey on it. They pull them in. They, they find that commonality and, and that's usually with anybody where you got like the pedophiles preying on the kids, they find something, they offer them that uh, symbolic piece of candy and then they pull them in. Yeah. A Milwaukee
0: civilian brings up a good point. I want to catch these savages before they kill, but how do we uh, naturalize future killers, neutralize future killers before they kill? And he brings up a good point because a, a year ago uh, when he was wearing this, um, that hazmat suit to school around that time, he also made threats to the school. He had a problem with some other kids and uh, he made a threat and law enforcement was called in and they deemed it apparently, obviously not such a big deal, nothing that that needed to like, and even if they did, it's an 18 year old kid. How many kids say stupid things? What are we going to do? We're going to follow him to and from school every single day. Do we put an FBI agent on him? Um, I know there's probably an initial investigation if the threats seem real. Um, but, you know, if it's uh, he probably said something like, I'm going to shoot up the school. I think that was one of his statements.
1: So what happens in cases like that, as far as like terrorism is concerned, you do an assessment, right? You go out and you send out agents in the NYPD. You had JTTF and you had Intel. And you know this, Mark. And then they'll send they would send out Intel, something like this and say, OK, talk to this guy along with the local detective and say, hey, you know, the Buffalo JTTF, they would go out there and talk to this guy or wherever he was from. Um, and if they deem it, I mean, you can't, you know, if, if we get, we used to get hundreds of thousands of threats a year. So to do a threat assessment on everybody, a thorough threat assessment, when mm-hmm. there's, there's really no direct nexus to terrorism, or they aren't like a tier one or tier two subject, or if it's just a kid talking shit like he was what well, they thought, apparently mm-hmm. it's hard. You know, there's no perfect
0: science. He um, Buffalo is, I think, two hundred miles away, and I mean, I don't know if he's got a Hellcat, but it's probably going to take. <laughs> it's going to take him like two my car ha- out of it. Leave it's going to take two and a half hours to get there.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: approximately two and a half hours to get there, and that's uh, if he doesn't stop for food or anything. Right. Um, right. and he had just been to Buffalo a couple of months ago. I read that. So maybe he, because he wanted, he, a lot of the work either was done on, on the internet because he wanted to find a place where there was a black neighborhood, rich yeah. rich with African-Americans, a neighborhood. Because mm-hmm. that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to take out as many as possible. And he said that if he got away, he, he planned to continue shooting as well. Which uh, brings up another good point. I mean, like, you know, he, he put the, uh, apparently he put the the, the gun to his, gun to his, his neck or yeah. side yeah yeah yeah
1: and then gave himself up yep so
0: you know this kid's 18 years old he's gonna be he's never gonna see the light of day again
1: it just it it, what drives me crazy is then you start with the 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 you know oh he was white so they took him alive you know so now they they start on my twitter like oh why did they kill him because he was white you know if he was black they would have shot him and killed him it just like everybody just takes They they just go where they shouldn't go, you know. And then when you answer them back, then they say, "Oh, you're a racist," or you know, "You don't care Mm -hmm. about black people." It's like, I'm just defending what you said. Like I'm trying to Mm -hmm. give you facts, but they don't they don't want them.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, you don't want to. I don't want to go into the whole thing about, um, you know, because when these type of crimes happen, intuitively, even without even trying, the first thing you think about is a stereotype. You think, who who does these type of crimes, Mm -hmm. right? And in this uh, this mass shootings. It always feels like it's a, it's going to be a white guy. So that's why we were all surprised when it was a black guy on the subway in Brooklyn a couple yeah. of weeks ago, a couple of months yeah. ago. But now, um, you know, there, there was a there was a moment there before we found out that the subway shooter was black, and and then they had, nobody knew what to do with it. And but as soon as they found out this guy was white, man, it was white supremacist, racist, da da da. And mind you, it might have been, it is a complete fact. Nobody's doubting that. But the speed that it came out in, like the like champing at the bit to freaking to, to, to jump on these things like this Hokum, the the uh, the, the the governor of ours. Yeah,
1: Kathy Holcomb. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, th- these people were still warm. And she was she was listening.
2: Still- absolutely. It, they actually the first press release that came out was fairly neutral. And I was actually shocked that they kept it because I had heard something about a white supremacist. But they weren't saying it. But as you, as each individual uh, started being introduced and coming on, like you said, it, it, the bodies are still warm. People are still getting registered at the hospital. And, and they're putting out white supremacy there. Well, I mean, look at the
1: Wisconsin the Christmas parade, right? There was mm-hmm. nothing. This guy's manifesto was all anti-white stuff. He was making videos on YouTube. I mean, he was completely against white white folks. And the mainstream media did not put that. I put a I put something on my uh, Facebook and my uh, Instagram yesterday, the comparison of the two shootings. And if you yeah. scroll, if you just Google or the two attacks, you you Google the Buffalo one and Google Milwaukee, and you'll see white supremacists, racist, white supremacist, racist, white supremacist, and then on the Wisconsin one. I said, yeah. In the Wisconsin one, there's nothing about that. There's nothing about him being. Yeah, a
0: supremacist. I, listen. Nobody's questioning that this was a white supremacist. What we're saying is right, just that exactly. These the politicians. The these and politicians. The media, it, it doesn't even. It, it's a bad. It's not a good look when you're just like waiting to say those words because it mm-hmm. kind of sort of reinforces your politics, which is not important right now. Right. No, because it's, it's the, the it's life and death people, situation. That's yeah, right. these are human beings that we're it's talking about. It's nonpartisan.
1: This is a non-partisan issue. People Racism with and, and people getting killed is a non-partisan issue.
0: And then we have uh, Holcomb and um, is that her name? And then
1: uh, Kathy Holcomb, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the
0: mayor from Buffalo, and it you know the everything with the gun control again. It's like um, <laughs> you know you could the guns they're not gonna go anywhere. I don't know what the, what the, every single time like especially since these mandates that came from uh from our government as far as uh you know taking the vaccine and the mass mask and all these things that you know we had to do that's the type type of stuff that people that want freedom they they go crazy over because they're like look at what they're doing. These cons, you know, these people that have this conspiracy that the government's overreaching right now. They're taking advantage. Um, yeah. They're telling us to do this and that. They don't even have the facts. What, what do we? You know what I'm saying? So what do what do these people do? As soon as they go start getting about nervous about too much government, they go buy more guns.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's and right. And now you exactly have ghost right. guns
0: hitting the street too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how about focusing on the shooters?
1: Right, it's always like uh, um, Bill Ritter from from eight A- from Channel Seven this News. I go at him on Twitter sometimes because it's always like gun insanity, gun insanity. It's not gun insanity. It's people insanity. It's people violence. It's not gun violence. When this guy again, let's go back to Wisconsin, the Christmas parade. Did they call it car violence? Like they blame? I mean, I know they blame the auto, but they didn't call it car
2: violence. It's not car violence. It's people violence.
1: It's people violence. That's what it is.
2: Tom Cosinelli again. Says, uh, we've said this. I'm sorry, we said this a bunch of times. When a cop shoots somebody, the cop did it. But when a civilian shoots somebody, it's the gun, the gun, the gun. And yeah, yeah, you need yeah, yeah, to definitely. focus on what the root cause is. And that's an evil person behind a or weapon. Took, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know,
0: this is interesting, too, because this is in one of my notes. But before I go on, Tom Cusinelli says, when was the last time you heard a licensed pistol, pistol holder shoot it up? Uh, I don't think I ever heard of that, uh,
1: but well, this one last night, the kid, the kid, the he had vehicle. his license. Oh yeah. 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 Okay.
0: This huh? is a line that I got from my, uh, my research Passive He was passive passively preparing for the Buffalo shooting for years hmm. by that. He means preparing, getting his uh, armor, his mm-hmm. body armor, getting the helmet um, finish uh, writing the manifesto, Um, getting the whatever he needed to prepare for that particular day. He's been doing it for years
2: now. Well, you said it was 180 pages. That doesn't come up. I went to grad school and I had to write a 60 page paper and I took months to do 60. mm. I can't picture putting together even with custom paste doing It's probably a
0: lot of it's it's probably a lot of nonsense in there. Hopefully there's probably pictures too. I know if I'm doing 180, there's a lot of pictures. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, it's like. Your mom, you're cleaning up his room. Do mom still do that? Do they still? He, he, they let me tell you,
1: it's not even to clean the, the room.
0: It. It's not even clean okay. the room. It's no, the it's, room it's, like like it's, he's in yeah, right now. to this toss island. it toss to, to toss it to see what kind of <laughs> shit there. Where see are the what drugs? The fuck he's
1: doing, yeah, yeah, where exactly. Where the drugs?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you got a kid. He's got no friends. Where's his friends? Where's his girlfriends? Which brings up another reason because I saw this other kid. uh, I got the video over here. I'll show it to you later. What this kid does is he goes around. He's what's called an incel, involuntarily celibate. And I'll circle back to, to the point with this shooting. What he does is he goes up to girl, involuntarily celibate. It's a white kid thing now, all of a sudden. Um, that
1: was me when yeah. I was a teenager.
0: We were all involuntarily <laughs> celibate no, for a couple man, of – Well, especially Mike. But me <laughs> – <laughs> Me too, Mike. That's I had, listen That's even I, even I had a bad I had a bad year too as a teenager a year and a half, you know. <laughs> uh, but my point is this: It's just like there's a there's a lot of testosterone going through your body at that age. Do you know what Hell I'm saying? Yeah. They, talk, yeah. to, they yeah. talk to they uh, talk to women who are having sex changes and taking testosterone testosterone to get to become a man. These transgender, mm-hmm. right? And they yeah. said they never had that type of sex. Once they started taking the testosterone, they've never felt that type of sex drive in their yeah. life. Men, when they go through that puberty, are going through crazy, crazy shit. Oh, and yeah. they're so frustrated with this, with this testosterone, not knowing what to do with it, if you're not releasing it, if you don't have a girlfriend. And these this boy's running around, he's spitting on girls, he's cursing at them, and he pepper sprays them. What and yeah, he just starts. He finds a group of girls, it's yeah. a blonde kid, and he, you know, it's the same type of anger. I mean, who knows what's going to happen to this blank kid? This blonde kid, I'll, I'll show you this picture later. But they should find him wherever he is and put him away for a little while and evaluate him because he's that's yeah. the next, like they say, with the other shooter. Things.
2: Like if he's starting with pepper spray now, maybe he's practicing a target, and yeah, yeah. how close can you get to somebody, pull something out, and are they going to react? Like okay, Jeffrey Dahmer yeah, with we're...
1: animals, right? He started yeah. with the animals, and look what he ended up doing.
2: Exactly.
0: So, oh man, this this is uh, it's it's pretty sad, you know. And there's so many, di- you know, with the guns and so many different type of shootings. Um. They said that he was inspired by several other mass shooters and shootings, including the New Zealand one. I mentioned that earlier, mass shooting in two thousand ninety-two, and there was a. And a Jewish synagogue that was shot up in 2019 as well.
2: Yeah. Dave, speaking of synagogue, um, I know in Israel, they recently had like a whole rash, another wave, probably about six, eight uh, terrorist incidents with shootings and everything else. And the ones that usually minimize the amount of people that were killed were usually if there was um, IDF off duty sitting in there or armed civilians sitting in there. Um, and again, going to the conversations we've had in the past, people are looking to take our guns from us. But if you've got somebody there off duty, um, carrying, they're more likely to intercede. If, if they're carrying and they're not looking to kill somebody, they're looking to defend themselves. And if they're looking to defend themselves, you've probably got the character and the nature to stand up and put their life down for somebody else. Um, yeah. And you're going to try and take care of it.
1: Yeah, you could at least listen. And this was the whole big thing that pissed me off about the Stoneman Douglas uh the parkland shooting, right? When yeah. that deputy it's like, all right, the guy's in there with a long gun and you have a sidearm. home. at least go be a speed bump and go save some lives. Like mm. go in there and just slow the guy down. Yeah, right? Unfortunately. So I mean, listen, you you see you know, you you, you might die, in. but
2: you're gonna save a bunch of yeah. kids and
1: slow or if him you down. stand
2: at a corner and, and just wait and shoot spray and pray in the general direction if you're afraid and trying to take cover, but like you said, do something. Be a speed bump. Yeah, it's kids.
0: It's, it's, especially with that, that, that was a school that was children involved. He ran right to yeah. the gate and turned around. Yeah. Peter Pranzo, it's a balance between free speech and the right to bear arms. Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know it what? It he, always he, is. You're he, he, never going to get... Uh, right now, you could... for a hundred, We have guns if they never made another one. Mm-hmm. We have guns for another 200 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so many guns and people stockpiling. And we're talking about one person with, with 25 guns.
1: Now, she's she's talking about, well, he bought a high-capacity magazine in Pennsylvania, allegedly, right? So he went to Pennsylvania. How do you stop that? How do you stop? the only The only people that could stop someone going to Pennsylvania to buy a high-capacity magazine is Pennsylvania, right? Mm-hmm. Don't sell anything to people who are out of state. But that's a whole separate animal. You know, it's not going to stop someone who's uh who legally purchased a firearm to cross because where he lives, he could basically throw a rock and hit PA. He's gonna walk across and do what he did by buy a high capacity magazine.
0: Yeah, well, that's where you come up with uh, federal oversight. And that's that's the problem that we always we come yeah, across. with. The, so they the, can't yeah, pass, sure. they can't seem to pass, or whatever laws they pass federally. And the funny thing is, is that we have laws, um, you know, that are like in New York City, for example. If you got New caught York with a handgun, it gun- was gun- one, in the nation. Whatever happened to one year mandatory, yeah, if, if if you got a gun. I'll tell you what happened. And this is why it's a big problem. It's this freaking kid right here. This is uh Ramique. Ramique Smith. Oh introduce yeah. you to him. Um he's a gangster. Identifies himself, he's quoted as saying he's a gangster. He was out. He was caught with a, uh, a gun, and he was given. Um, he was out on some type of mental health thing where he has to check himself in. Whatever happened to a year in jail if you get caught with a handgun?
1: Yeah, and this yeah. is,
0: this is a career criminal right now.
1: That's right.
0: You know what I'm That's saying? Right. This is. Um. Uh. He was like 25 years old or something like that.
1: And what? Did, and what did he do, Mark? For the people uh, that don't know. Uh,
0: he got involved in a shooting with uh, with cops. He he he, what? he took he he took, he took he took off, and two cops shade, chased him. He, he apparently had a firearm on him. It was like the street crime unit could tell he had a firearm on him. Then he yeah. turned around. He shot twice. Uh, he shot one of the officers in the arm. Um, who survived? Uh, thank God. And um, and then he got shot in the head.
1: What? Yeah, wow. sh- shit happens, man. Happen.
0: What right. did you say? You want to play stupid games? Win stupid trip.
1: Prizes, yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to
0: find this freaking thing. I got more on this kid. I want to show you. Like, this is not the way you want to go out, okay? If this is your burial, that's that's what he has, man. That's it's how much this kid was right. worth.
1: Right, right. And
0: the, and this is one of the the mayor the mayor of uh, Buffalo's mayor Holcham and and Buffalo mayor call for a stricter gun control. What the hell would stricter gun control do?
1: New York has some of the strictest, New York and Chicago, let's start with those two, has some of the strictest gun laws in the country. Now, listen, I'm not saying that we can't do better, right? I think that we can all agree that there's always room for improvement in every facet of society. It doesn't matter, right? But again, we have to focus on the people doing the shooting, not the guns.
0: This kid was free in the streets, a career criminal, Uh, Despite having an open gun case, because the judge let him go without bail.
1: Social justice, man. These these non-carceral district attorneys and these rogue judges, that's the problem. Because it doesn't matter how many people we lock up. We could lock up a million million people and take two million guns off the street. If they're not being prosecuted and they're being allowed to go back into society, that's a problem. But he's,
0: he's dead now, just like those 10 other people are dead. But I want to show you something. Because this is, from the, check this out. I saw this. If Maya Angelou died when she was 20 years old, she would have died a prostitute and a single mom. If Malcolm X died when he was 20 years old, he would have died as Detroit Red. A thief, a woman beater, and a drug addict. People's mistakes often lead to their great destiny. If this kid was in prison or in jail awaiting his uh, trial or whatever he's got going on, this kid meek, mm-hmm. he'd still be yep. alive right now. But That's he's right. not. He's dead. That's right. Because these I, wonder feel... Crump, I wonder if Ben
1: Crump, I wonder Ben Crump is going to sue uh, the judicial system now for letting this for letting this kid out.
0: Who's that, Ben Crump? The, his oh. attorney. His attorney.
1: Ben Crump is the attorney. He's the one that's always virtue signaling and grandstanding, whatever. Oh yeah, I remember somebody. you talked about him before. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I'm saying he's in the wild. Shopkin.
0: That's not that boy's attorney, right? No, right?
1: No, but I was being it was I was being facetious. Yeah, but my it point is with
0: that is like. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> You know, the kid's in his 20s. If he would be doing his time, it's okay. You get another chance. You do your time, you come out, you live your life, you learn your lessons, you move on. This kid's got no chance. And all these kids are going to not, because they're not getting any punishment. They're coming back out in the street. And this. There's (laughs) no accountability. This is the mentality he comes from. Look, just look. This is what his loved ones are saying. He was a gangster, but he was sweet, though.
2: <laughs> a sweet I don't think you'd use that word sweet and gangsta. That's what she That's said. What my he mother was sweet though.
0: About me. You know, like they baby. say, he was in the wrong. If he goes, if you shoot a, an officer, you know you're not going to live. They scared him though. That's why he ran. Now it gets better. Mm. His girlfriend, Natasha Ramos, said Smith has two different kids. No, has two kids, a uh, two-year-old and a newborn with two different women. Neither one of them mm. was Ramos. And she said, at the end of the day, the the cop got shot in the shoulder. That doesn't mean they finna shoot my boyfriend in the head. You feel me? Come on. So, you see, this is the mentality they're coming from. They think that if you shoot a cop in the arm, then he should be allowed to shoot you in the arm back. Like, no, why did he shoot him in the head?
2: He it's, got shot is, in the arm by accident.
1: It's a cultural, this is a cultural issue. This is cultural bamboozlement. This is a culture that uh, encourages this shit and, and this behavior and this outlook. If we don't fix this as a culture, that we accept this, and I'm talking about black and brown people, I'm sorry, but it's the truth. If we don't fix it, address this culturally, it's never gonna get better, never. We gotta, again, and I say it every week, violence interrupters are parents, right? They, they they shouldn't be gang, reformed gangsters. That's not violence interrupted to me. They, Violence interrupters are parents, fathers and mothers, whether they're divorced or they're married. Take care of your kids and be involved in your kids' life. Toss his room to your point, Mark. Do something about your kids. Talk
2: to them. Ask them. Find out what's going on with them. Have conversations. Engage them. Tell them you love them.
1: Tell them you love them. Show them that you love them. Throw the ball with them. I mean, that's all it takes sometimes, right? Go play catch. I mean, That's it. I'm Sandra
0: serious. H., she says, oh, a sweet gangster. Isn't that special? Okie dokie seven. How about this? Get a national violent registry with various levels of violence. Make a list of all the items they cannot purchase or live within some, ACLU some won't distance. Let the public have access. Well, yeah, I guess Angel brings up a good point. You know, these are the things that make sense. And they always make sense, like right after a mass shooting. But then mm-hmm. you give a, a couple of days and it goes away. And then people start thinking about their rights again. And um. Raquela says, it's me again. Number is rising. Still need more to put your prints on it. Oh, maybe she's talking to somebody else. Uh, little kids need to be nurtured, feel loved unconditionally by their parents. Yeah, they also yeah, need to I get try. their rooms tossed and uh, be paid attention to. I know the kid's 18 years old. It's a little tough. Um, you know, listen, I, I, what can you say? I mean, most of us are parents, you know, and... Um, I, you know, all kids are good, but some of them are freaking assholes.
1: My son is 19, uh-huh. and, he, and he always tells me, he's like, yo, dad, like, you're off the hook. Like, I'm always in his business. I toss his room when he, he doesn't live with me, but he has a room in my house, obviously. I toss his room. I toss his car when he comes to visit me. I toss his backpack. He's yeah. in college, you know, whatever yeah. chance I get. I mean, I do it, you know, and whether he likes it or not. And I've taken his car from him several times to teach him a lesson. You know, he's not a bad kid, but kids do stupid That's shit, like it, you yeah.
2: said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like we were saying, they need to be held accountable. Uh, you need to give them that tough love. You need to set boundaries and show them that there are consequences to their actions. Um, and, and once they start learning that, they'll be able to maybe apply that towards life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I never hit my kids, man. But they used to oh, see I what. I, <laughs> but they. I never hit them. They used to see what I used to do to the mother, though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just wanted uh, to say yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh Stephanie are people think those with antisocial personality disorder obey the law. LOL, yeah, that's not the case. Well, you're right. They're antisocial. Yeah. They don't want yeah. anything to do with social. Uh, with society, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yeah. absolutely,
0: 100%. A misdemeanor, that poor cop poor retired cop with the uh was the good guy with the gun yeah 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 yeah, he was uh i mean just think about it man he he retired Uh, you know he's not a young guy either you know but he's still working he probably worked at that supermarket he knew all the people in the neighborhood it was a social thing for him rather than sitting at home
1: yeah yeah
0: and um damn man who would ever think that something like that could possibly happen it's so disgusting It breaks your heart, those poor people, man. Say a prayer for them. um 100%. And just say a prayer for these families that have these freaking crazy kids living in there, man.
1: Yeah,
0: you got to check on them.
1: Yeah.
0: Chris absolutely. Russo, uh, 12816. Here in Indiana, they sell you bullets and accessories, but no firearms. That's interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you better
1: stop. <laughs> no but but to my point earlier right if somebody with a legal firearm or has a firearm from another state and then they go there guess what now they got their bullets and they got their accessories
0: well chris rock didn't say chris rock said you should the, the ammunition should be like a thousand dollars a bullet
1: yeah that was yeah everybody people.
0: should have guns but yeah. it's a thousand dollars a bullet
1: <laughs> make you think about taking a shot yeah. it's getting there it's getting there Milwaukee Shortest civilian
0: the, uh... U.S. gun laws are bizarre. To buy ammo in Illinois, an Illinois citizen needs a F.O.I.D. card, but a Wisconsin resident can buy ammo in Illinois without with only a driver's license. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's it, like Milwaukee civilian says it's so bizarre. And you wasn't know, wasn't
1: that we... the Carl Rittenhouse? Wasn't that that dynamic? Wasn't the Chicago to Wisconsin? Wasn't that that dynamic? sounds like it. I think it was, yeah.
0: We're we're these independent states, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm.
0: and you you have to thank God for that. Because if if we weren't and you didn't have people fighting constantly, the government, then um, it's just insane what could happen. I mean, we we see it. We see what's happening already. Um, You know, we're just constantly overstepping, overreaching um you know they they always do
1: i want to backtrack for a second did you see how he was dressed when they when they called him did you see what he was wearing
0: um that camouflage
1: yeah he was head to toe i mean he was covered his sleeves were covered right he had a long sleeve shirt on he had camo pants there he goes right uh there he is right yeah so did he have long sleeves I yeah. I don't know how my yep. glasses. Yeah. Yeah. So long sleeves, he's got the camel pants, he's got boots, combat boots on, or whatever it is, right? Tactical boots. This is what I tell again, going back to what I teach my employees, right? For the active shooter stuff. You gotta have situational awareness. If you see somebody, if it's 90, 80 degrees outside or 75 degrees outside, and you see somebody walking around like this, listen, it doesn't mean that they're out, they could be hunters, right? Maybe they're going into the woods mm-hmm. and they don't want to get a tick on their arm. Tell somebody, tell somebody. You know, people call them Karens, right? Fuck it. Be a Karen. Tell somebody. Tell a cop. Say, hey, listen, this kid doesn't look right. It's 80 degrees outside. Why is he dressed soup to nuts with sweaters and heavy gear? Tell somebody. You got to have situational awareness. We have an epidemic in this country of being with our heads buried in our fucking phones, right? I mean, I see it in the mall and it drives me crazy. I see kids walking and they don't even look where they're going. Right. And they have they're buried in their phones. You sit at a table at a fancy restaurant and you see these brats on their tablets. God forbid they talk to their parents and their loved ones at a dinner table. It's just people have to have situational awareness that we have to get back to teaching our kids and each other to have situational awareness while we're on public.
2: Paying attention, like you said, to details. Um, I'm out 20 years and I still look at plates and faces constantly being aware of where exits are and doing things like that. Situation and you need to worries. pay attention yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Girl Friday that? says he was living Call of Duty, which is banned from my home. That's a good idea. Yeah. You know, when you yeah. see these first person shooting games now and yeah. then you see the that picture that I just showed you or looks identical. If you have the stomach to watch yeah. the video, totally. um it looks like a first person shooting game. It doesn't look real. We're talking it, about,
2: yeah. but then when you realize that it a is GoPro, real, yeah, a GoPro on top of the
0: hu- a helmet, mm-hmm. so you're getting the first person view of it, and all you yeah. see is the, the, the firearm in front, and you feel the. It's a, it's a disgusting video, man. It breaks my heart, but um, um, it doesn't look real. It looks like a game. Uh, okie dokie the kid threatened to shoot up his school how much more of a s- see something say something do we need in order to get anyone to listen thing is they are not criminals until they are uh, we mentioned that about him threatening to uh, you know but the the FBI as well as the local police department where he lived in in uh, outside of Binghamton Crocton whatever um, they they neither one of them thought much of it you know
1: The problem is you can't just a mere threat. You can't go to if you especially he did it when he was like 16 years old. Mm -hmm. You're not going to go to prison for that. I mean, even Mm -hmm. if they vet him out, right, if they vet him and at the time he didn't have a firearm, right, because you have to be 18 to purchase a firearm. So you vet him out. Right. Let's say they toss his room. Let's say they go through all his shit. Right. What are you going to do? What are you going to do at the point? At that point, sixteen years old, he threatened to shut up the school. Okay, you send him to a counselor, right? Or he goes to therapy, and then he gets released into the world. I mean, you can't. This there's, there's only so much you could do. Again, because of our civil li- civil liberties, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just lock a kid up and throw away the key just because he threatened. I mean, as stupid as it sounds, just because he threatened his school, you can't do it.
0: London girl, uh, she says, living in London, I have taught my son to always be on the lookout. Angel, you are so right.
1: Yeah, that's it. I used that's to be that way,
0: too, and I'm sure Mike is as well. He was picking up his daughter earlier. Um, you know, sometimes, though, <laughs> you know as well as I do, when you're having these talks with your kids and yeah, um, they stop listening at some point. I know, Daddy, I know. You know, it's yeah, like telling uh, your kid I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, to look both ways. But it's there, cross.
1: though. But you plant the seed, and mm-hmm. that's important. Because when they're in situations like this, mm-hmm. that, that seed that you planted, hopefully it'll shoot to the front of their brain and they'll say, oh, shit, my dad told me about this. I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. You know, that's all you can hope for. That's all you can hope for.
0: Hi, Nikki Bella. Yeah. Hi, Nikki. Yeah. But when you see the video,
1: the I don't care
0: what you knew. You know, you could know you could spot anything. This kid pulled his car up. Oh, yeah. No, right to quick, the front boom. entrance. Yeah, got yeah, out. Yeah. Doom, doom, yeah. doom. That's it. And right, people yeah. just be, you couldn't look or notice anything. And yeah, it, yeah. it happened in, in, in one second. There's well, no he way. He
1: had a con- he had a conversation with a guy first. They were talking about critical race theory outside of that supermarket before oh, really? he went in. Yeah, oh. they had a like yeah, a no, of long conversation.
0: You see him getting out of his car. So maybe he was talking yeah. to somebody in his car before he was ready to do it. No, he so went, went back into up. the
1: car. He went back into the car. He was outside of the car talking to somebody and they had a a black guy and they had a conversation about critical race theory. They were talking about conspiracy theories. They were talking about the Internet. They were talking about a whole bunch of shit. And then he went in an hour earlier because he was supposed to wait. According to what his plan was, what he told the authorities, he was going to wait till four, three thirty to four. But he ended up going in at three o'clock. So again, and listen, we can Monday morning quarterback the shit out of this. And I'm certainly not putting any blame on that person but it just goes to the point of situational awareness. If you see a guy like that dressed to the Mm -hmm. nines like that and, and, you know, say
2: something to somebody, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Which, you know what, depending, I'm not too familiar with Buffalo, but I know around here where we live, Angel, um, you got the local shop, right? You got people coming in and out, the local Walmart, people coming in and out, wearing it. They're going fishing, they're going hunting. Uh, It's turkey season, so wearing camo is in play right now. So yeah. it, it may not be on everybody's radar that oh it's at that out of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. you know,
0: I, I do comedy shows up there uh, and all aud- the whole audience is in camouflage, even the women.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just nobody there. You just can't see them. All. That's
2: it.
0: They there they're there and they're, they're drinking <laughs> but they just that's just what they wear. for some reason that's what they wear that's they're going they're all all going that's they're going out clothes on saturday night sometimes who said girl friday i work around military bases and they could they could look like uh tgat probably look like that yeah like that yeah yeah that's what it's like uh The gentleman, an older black man who was just interviewed on ABC or NBC, it happened the day prior, the older man bought the perp. uh, Oh, it happened to the day prior. The older man bought the perp racist scumbag a pop, Mm. a drink.
1: Wow, yeah, crazy.
0: Wow, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, evil, right? Racist, evil, savage. He should be under the prison.
0: Yeah, well, we got a couple. Let's check out these videos. That uh, we're running out of time here. Let me see. Oh no, that's not it. I've been screwing this up lately. What's the matter with me, Angel? Share a screen. Um,
1: it's okay, puppy. We
2: love you. That's it.
0: And on the brighter news,
2: old age. That's this right. was.
0: Oh, this was the other shooting that happened in California. You think? We're, oh we're yeah, done?
2: yeah. The church has one person dead and at least five people wounded parishioners were shooting lunch banquet following morning services at Geneva Presbyterian Church in Laguna Woods, California, when Orange County Sheriff's say a man opened fire.
1: One person is confirmed deceased at the scene Four others are critical and one other victim sustained minor injuries.
2: Congregants did not wait for authorities to apprehend the suspect. Some took action to protect their church family.
1: We believe a group of churchgoers detained him and hogtied his legs with an extension cord and confiscated at least two weapons from him. He was sure. detained when the deputies arrived. That group of churchgoers displayed what we believe is exceptional heroism heroism, and bravery in intervening to stop the suspect. They undoubtedly prevented additional injuries and fatalities.
0: Yep. Well, that's one of them. I've been hogtied. Let me tell you, it's not—it's not something. That, it's not easy to do.
1: Go get the gimp.
0: I had to tell her, no, no, no. You got to tighten up. You tighten up the right hand a little bit.
1: <laughs> what was your safe word? <laughs>
0: Did you have a safe word? Yeah, it was scream, cry like a bitch.
2: <laughs> what
0: else do we got here? Uh, Florida. I don't even know what this one is.
2: Attorney representing the oh, who was shot by Osceola County deputies. I remember this, an update yeah. on the case. Well, Fox 35's Nestor Model joins us live outside of the Kasumi Target where it happened. And Nestor, good morning to you. Good to see you. This morning, the deputies were not wearing body cameras.
0: And after the surveillance video was, family attorney first said that the family deserves to know what happened. In fact, the attorneys for the man killed in that deputy involved shooting. We'll have a news conference today at 4 p.m., but I want to show you the video. In it, you can see Osceola County Sheriff's deputies in four unmarked cars blocking a car in the parking lot. Now, this happened almost two weeks ago outside the Target, where I'm at, near U.S. Highway 192. Inside, where Jaden Baez who they say was armed and three other teens who had been accused of stealing a pizza and Pokemon cards. Deputies say that Baez rammed his car into four of the vehicles. That was a group of uh, teenagers in Florida that decided to do some shoplifting, mm. and um, they just happened to be the sheriffs were doing their drills right next door to Target. Oh, so shit. they see these kids come out, and they're only stealing. They're stealing Pokemon cards, right? You know, but they're they're. Want to be? I guess they're thinking they're gangsters, so they come out with their hoods on and they're doing the perp walk in there. So they keep an eye on them, and then they tell, they alert the security. You should probably watch those kids; they look shady. And sure enough, the security says that they're stealing stuff. So then they go up to them, and rather than just be like, "Okay, you got me." Uh Sorry, we're stealing, shoplifting. The, guy, the kid who's driving decides he's going to ram his way out of there. Uh, hitting all these police cars. Now, they're wearing stuff. The the cars are unmarked, but they're wearing stuff that says sheriff Department on it. And it's surrounded by, you saw how many cops were around the cars. And they just start ramming. What's the matter with these kids nowadays?
1: You got caught. It's shoplifting. It's not the end of the world. It starts at home, my friend. It starts
2: at home. I know a lot of times they talk about the video games, and and I'm like half and half depending on the situations, but a lot of these uh, first-person shooter games, it's starting to desensitize people. You're watching all this violence, there's no consequence to it again, and and so for them to to ram, they're not thinking anything of it, like nothing's going to happen in their mind. Grand Theft Auto. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hate to say it, man. I think every single person that gets uh, arrested um, that, what, during their interview, they should ask them if they play that game for a gun with a gun on them or first any shooting that's involved uh, running over with a car. All these crimes, I never saw them before that game came out. This <laughs> jumping up on sidewalks and, and chasing people down and running them over, um, you know, fighting with the cops constantly, shooting it out with the cops. That's the way this game starts. I used to play the game. I thought, you know, it's it's a fun game, but I'm not going out there and. Uh, but you know, I have uh, t- at least three marbles in my head.
2: <laughs> at least three. Yeah, but you lost a few more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's go through the chat a little bit because we're running out of time, and just uh, see what the people have to say. Uh, Chris Russo, military usually carries themselves in a certain manner and don't have that hair. Plus, there's uniforms have ranks, names. So the other person was saying that he, yeah, when yeah. you live in a town with a lot of military, um, do they still have to follow that haircut rule? I think they're changing that, right? I know the police department has. You could do anything. No, man, I
2: think know. in a military. It's still, yeah, it's still somewhat start. strict.
0: Yeah. yeah, the police department, man, you can't even tell anymore. Now they can grow full beards, <laughs> grow their hair out.
1: Don't be a salty old man
0: i remember when i was in the academy i went in with my mustache and then they were like oh it's touching your lips so i just shaved it it was like the first That's time like you know i grew up in yeah. the 80s everybody had a mustache even the girls used to have mustaches
2: <laughs>
0: girl friday took their power back oh let's see what else we got uh Fortnite. another one Fortnite. mortal uh what was it the game that the uh, other person mortal mentioned. Kombat. Not mortal, mortal co- uh, not Mortal Kombat. It's the shoot. The first part. It's the war game. That one's uh, Call, of Duty. Get, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, people get hooked uh, on that uh, game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Playing hours on end.
0: Oh my God, mm-hmm. grown grown people too.
2: Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. And guess what happens? Now you know how to shoot. You know how to aim. You know how to shoot. You didn't have to go to a range. Nobody taught you. Maybe the recoil from the gun is going to be more uh, than you were anticipated.
2: But you got the basic concepts down. Yeah, like, a lot. There's a lot
1: of a lot of mitigating circumstances. That's, I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, you could attribute it to the Call of Duty stuff. You could attribute it to lack of parenting. You could attribute it to, you know, uh, outside influences, friends, right? Because listen, and I said this last week. it Doesn't matter how how good you raise your children. When they leave your house, they're subject they're subjected to all sorts of different outside mm-hmm. influences, man
0: yeah yeah we see it all the time man were you talking yeah. about the parents should be the violence interrupters and i agree yeah you know i i you know i joke about it i say that you know if you get caught for a minor infraction you know okay don't put him in jail but let him stay home house arrest with his mother and when he wants to go out he has to everywhere he goes he has to go with his mother because people yeah. behave differently when they're with their mother
1: that's right yeah
0: yeah you know your friends talking shit and they're like uh, you know what which I bring my mother home. I'll be right back. I'm not gonna beat your ass in front of my, my mother right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. You know, talking shit in front of my mother.
1: Right.
0: Uh, let's see anything else. Mike, you jumped on at yeah. the last second, man. I thought, um, I thought Angel was gonna be MIA today because he had that emergency root, root canal. But now but we you know, know he's a trooper. Yeah, I knew that he had surgery on his arm. He gets tattoos like crazy.
2: He's into like pain. pain.
0: Yeah, he's into pain, this guy. You should try that hog-tying thing I was, I was working on. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I'm too big. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, we got plenty of rope down uh, here. This is, <laughs> it's my biggest fear, man. <laughs> I, tell, I tell my kids, no matter how you find me dead, just bury me in the clothes I died in. I want nobody fartsing around with my dead body, naked body. Just... just <laughs> He <laughs> just tossed me, toss me in the ground. Uh, let me see. Uh, so let's start saying goodbye to some of these people here. Uh, Milwaukee Civilian, thank you so much for your funny inputs tonight. Chick Eastwater, Okie Dokie 7, Peter Pranzo, Head on a Swivel, Raquel Pranzo, Joycey right. T, Love Wins, That's right. London Girl, Sandra H., Sandra Ace, as the Riddle House rifle was purchased by his friends in Wisconsin, he did not carry it from another state. Also, right, yep. Wisconsin, also a minor to use a rifle as long as it's not a short barrel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think he had to in his stepfather's this house or something
0: like that. Yeah, I don't know whether it was a coincidence or they knew exactly what, what the legal thing was and they didn't want to do anything illegal because uh, he followed every every rule that you had to... Yeah, yeah. It was an interesting little situation that he had there between where his father lived and where he lived, and the back and forth between the two. And
1: yeah, yeah, was crazy.
0: But to the people, well, show. Let me just show the people again, so people can pray for these people and their families. And uh, these are the poor people that lost their lives because a piece of shit. Pray for them. Their families are probably devastated right now. Yeah. yeah. That's not the way you want to go out, man.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm gonna sign off because my freaking mouth is killing me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks don't, to everybody in the chat. Yeah, but remember what you guys. said, don't
0: don't take no medicine, man. Stick it out. No, Suck it up, it. bro. I'm good. I'm good. You,
1: All right, Angel.
0: Mike, thanks <laughs> for uh stepping in and Anytime, uh, tonight. Gentlemen. And Pleasure to, the, again. to the people in the chat, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I hope I hope we covered the story well. And uh, I'll be back Thursday. I have a great guest on Thursday for you. He's a retired police officer, and now he's also a comedian, a magician. I think he does some type of. Um, he has a partner that he works with too, Scott Wagner. Is this, is this Scott Wagner? Something what? Uh, I'll put him put up post up the flyer, and it's going to be great. Well, you got anything coming up, Mike? Anything you want to promote?
2: Nah, nah, just day in day out saving lives, one person at a time.
0: Yeah, Appreciate man. God bless you, man. God bless you for doing everything you do. And I hope oh. you never have to come up to a site like that.
2: That's it. Listen, um, it's EMS weekend. It's police week. So um, I keep telling everybody on both sides of my family, um, make sure that you remember those that gave their life in sacrifice, whether an EMS or a PD, this is their week.
0: All right. Okay. that's That's a good thing to remember. Right. On that note, thanks, to everybody, for tuning in tonight. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. Thanks, Mike. And we'll be back Thursday.
2: All right. Deuces. Bye-bye now.